You're listening to Nice Fumes. I'm Real Kazi. Today's set is called No Specific Notes. It's by Osoa, which is a musical project of producer Chris Powell. Here is No Specific Notes.
Okay, now it's just a holding game. And um, she's thinking about maintaining contact. Uh, there's no real reason to do that. Uh, the race, well, she's stuck in the race, so she's thinking about that. But. 
You think Carol's stuck in the race? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, well, she's got two guys in the 36. Oh, okay. He's going to... So this is a... There's all the race equity here. Oh, it's two to one? I thought that last game was the first game. No, Carol won the game in the first game, and then... Uh, I see.
I'm here with Chris Powell, who created this week's Nice Fumes uh, under the project name Osoa, which is one of his musical projects. Hi, Chris. Hey, Ro. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for uh, making this week's set. Uh, so I want to start out by asking you the same thing that I ask everybody basically at the beginning so far. Uh, what are we listening to when we are listening to this set? How did you create the sounds that we heard? So it's a combination, I would say, of two things. It's uh, I recently bought a Zoom recorder, so I've been enjoying uh, just going out and, you know, having a, a nice little personal day and uh, doing some, some field recordings. So it's just a mixture of um, field recordings from the Zoom mic and then um, just some things I made in Ableton. Cool. Um, so since this is very field recording heavy, obviously the environment you're recording in um, plays a huge part in what this piece is going to sound like. You're based in LA, in downtown LA. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about some of the spots that you recorded in or how that impacted the sound that you got? Sure, definitely. So I, uh, I gave up uh, having a car about a year ago, so I've been taking public transportation a lot. And trains in general are one of my favorite things. Uh, like it's just kind of a creative shortcut I'll use for myself to just go to an imaginary train station and, uh, you know, just play around in your head. And uh, so I'm a couple of stops away from Union Station, so I would go there a lot. And uh, just try and get a lot of, you know, in my head, when I would go there, I would go there with the intent of getting a lot of train sounds. But obviously Union Station, there's just so much going on and, you know, so many people that there's just so many wonderful random moments that happen. And uh, so one of those was there was a piano there. And I guess I guess they were making some sort of documentary project. I'm not really sure. I'll have to look that up again. But uh, they just had a piano out and they would invite people to sit down and play and uh, one day when I was there, there was this older gentleman who was just sitting down and he just had a music book and he was not good. I mean, he was very beginner, uh, but he was just willing to sit there and just like learn these songs uh, from scratch. And I would just I sat there and listen to him for a while. So that's kind of what what started the mix. So that's the piano that we hear part of the way through. And then again, towards the end, it kind of comes back. That's all that guy who just sat down at the piano. Yeah, exactly. I think that kind of plays along with what I'm hearing definitely when I listen to this, which is it seems like early on in the piece, the set of ears that we have that's kind of listening to the sounds that are making, comprising this set, uh, it hops on a train. And it kind of seems like there's a journey to a place and then it's maybe a return journey that comes back to some of the earlier themes that are laid out earlier in the piece do you have a kind of a specific route in mind or a journey to or from something that you were thinking about when you were making this? Not exactly. I would say it's, you know, the making of it is, you know, kind of a, pro a journey in and of itself. And that when I, I when I first started, my, my goal for the mix was to only use uh, Zoom field recordings because Amon Tobin, I'm not, I'm never sure if I'm saying his name right, but he's a, Braz a Brazilian producer who's fantastic and he's one of the best. When he first starts a project, he likes to limit himself creatively. So that was going to be my way to limit myself. But then as I was going, it, I felt like I was kind of limiting myself a little too much. So 
uh, that was when I kind of broadened out to, all right, now I'll just mix, mix the real world with my own. You were talking about trains as kind of using that as a metaphor that helps you create, if I'm understanding correctly. How does that work for you? I'm not, I can't say there was one exact moment where I started doing that, but I, I mean, it for sure just began with the love of trains. Um, you know, pretty much any place I've been in life where there are trains available, I'll just, you know, go on long train rides by myself every now and then. Just because it's, you know, you get to see scenery, no one bothers you, you get to read, listen to music, you know, whatever you want to do. Um, so I would always do that. And then when I started making music, you know, they'll just be, you know, you kind of have to do it every single day if, you know, whatever, whatever you want to do or get better at, you got to do it every day. And there are just so many days where, you know, your brain is just fuzzy and you don't really know exactly where to start. So I've just started to try and make these shortcuts or kind of almost exercises, I guess, for myself to, you know, just get get the process going. And I was like, well, what better what better place to start than a train station? There's something very strange and ghostly about trains and particularly about like a subway station in a city. Um, the way that it carries you around and it kind of fragments and snips out little views of life that you can look at is... I could see how that is a pretty good analog to the idea of sampling. You just get these little views of scenes that flick by really quickly. Just the world we're in right now forces like forces you to kind of be in your own bubble so much, you know, that like we're, there's so many people together and we're the most social creature on the planet. But yet, you know, the rules of public transportation are just, you know, oh, don't look at anyone, you know, don't talk to anyone, you know, uh, so very, it's it's a weird it bring, it bring it kind of brings out the best and worst in people I feel like. <laughs> well, so is the is the set of ears that we're listening through for this set is is that you or is that a kind of a character that you've made? Mm, that's yeah, that's a good question. I guess I would say it's definitely a part of me. I'm, I mean, I have a wide variety of, you know, music interests. I feel like I definitely like the darker side of music too, but um, I, de I definitely enjoy any, I guess, kind of music where it is a journey in the sense of like, you know, music can just kind of like take you into its own world and then you can kind of like snap out of it like five minutes later and be like, I, what, like where, I don't even know where we are musically, you know, it's like, I don't, I have no idea how we got here, but that's, but you're like, but I enjoyed the journey. What is the audio of the game commentary that we hear part of the way through? What is that? Oh, yeah. So that it's basically just commentary of a backgammon championship. I think from, I think it was last year's, like, it was, I don't know, like the New York State uh, championship or something. But one of kind of the themes for me, at least when I was making the mix, was just the idea of learning. I know kind of everything I was doing at the time was, you know, I was learning about how to use the Zoom mic and I've been trying to learn more music theory. So trying to learn jazz piano. And I was just in, oh, and I also been trying to learn backgammon or trying to get better at that. And I was just up late one night watching uh, backgammon videos and just playing some jazz keyboard. And just the way they were commentating was like, it was just so calming. It was almost like golf commentating, you know, where it's like mm -hmm. you're, you're describing a game and like very specific details of what's happening in a game, but just very calmly, you know, something about that as I was playing jazz piano, it was just very, it was very soothing. <laughs> 
Well, it's yeah, and the golf commentary thing is funny because it kind of it, it it acts like certain uh, ambiences or certain things you might throw on or something because people do specifically throw that on in the background as something to kind of feel comfortable. I think they'll just throw on golf. It's almost like the perfect mix of, I mean, I feel like as humans, we like games and we like stories and that's just the perfect combo. It's just someone giving you the story of a game, you know, just nice and gently on a Sunday morning. Do you want to talk a little bit about what Osoa means? Sure. So for, um, I have a, of a couple different music projects, but my two individual music projects are Osoa and Academia and just because humans are dumb and, you know, we have to divide things up in, into very stereotypical ways. Just the, the way I, I break those music projects up in my brain is academia is more techno music and it kind of represents the worst of humanity and technology. And then Osoa to me represents the best of humanity and technology together. But I, I definitely try to approach things as much from... A, a telling a story process, I would say, as possible, because I basically have learned most of this, you know, mu music and producing stuff uh, with my music partner, Jim, uh, who comes from more of a film background. So when we met, I kind of introduced him to the weird music world and he introduced me to the weird film world. And I feel like him introducing me to the, the film world then just really opened, the, opened my eyes kind of of like, you know, the power of storytelling more, I guess. Yeah. Well, I feel like this, this feels very narrative to me. Um, I definitely, I, I sat down and listened to it for the first time and had the thought that it sounds like the opening of a film soundtrack. And I can picture very clearly a, an accompanying scene that goes along with it. It feels very visual. Um, so I think that that is just a testament to the clarity of your vision and you being able to uh articulate that well, thank you I'm, I'm happy i was able to translate chris thank you so much for making this piece which is beautiful and which is emotional in uh just a, a really wonderful way i i'm so excited to share it with everybody awesome thanks for having me on yeah i've been uh i've been loving to hear how other creative people make make things and weird noises and been enjoying the show and i'm excited to see where it goes thanks um if people wanted to listen to other music that you have made where would they be able to do that so everything we're going to be releasing uh my partner gemini is our our record labels new work city records uh nwc so uh you can pretty much just google new work city music and we'll pop up Great. And then some of uh, your tracks under the Osoa and Academia monikers are on Spotify as well, right? Yep. And then I have a project for each of those coming out uh, pretty soon, probably in the next three months or so. So check those out. Thank you so much for talking to me, Chris. Um, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much to everybody who's provided continuous feedback and support for this show, from leaving ratings and reviews to talking to me about it to sending me emails about it. I really appreciate it and keep it coming because it's absolutely wonderful. Thank you guys so much. You guys are the best. If you haven't left a rating or review yet on Apple Podcasts uh, and you want to do that, definitely go ahead and do it. It uh, really helps for getting this show out there, getting it viewed, getting it heard. And if you make music and you would like to put it on the show, or if you have a track already set that 
you think would be good for the show, or if you know somebody who makes music, definitely get in touch. You can reach me at nicefumes.com or nicefumeshow at gmail.com. Also, my publishing platform, Anchor, has started a thing where you can donate to podcasts that you want to support. If you'd like to donate to Nice Fumes to help keep it running, that would be amazing. And the way that you can do that is by going to anchor.fm slash nicefumes. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And till next time.